Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. Um, Passive J, that's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is Tuesday, May 19th, and we are officially the most popular podcast on YouTube now that Joe Rogan has left. <laughs> well, you, you got to that topic before I brought it up. But yes, we'll be talking about that. Oh, I can see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Uh, always happen to have you guys. Uh, how'd your day go, Ryan? Uh, it was a long fucking day. Uh, pretty much your, your typical day of work. I know you haven't had one of those in what seems like decades, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they call it work, because if it was a hobby, uh, it, oh, I'm, I fucked up my punchline. I was going to say, that's why they call it work, because if it was fun, uh, they'd call it a hobby and they wouldn't pay you. Goddamn, Jay, get your saying straight. Yeah, oh well. All right, well, we have all kinds of things to talk about today. That's kind of a lie. I wasn't able to find much, but I found a couple things. Um, well, beyond the obvious, uh, do you have anything you want to talk about before we get started on Mr. Joe Rogan? Well, absolutely. I think the most important thing today is there's a 66-year-old woman that's suing all gay people. <laughs> I saw a headline for that and didn't click on it. Apparently, I should have. What's going on? It doesn't give a lot of detail of what she's suing them over other than being gay. But mm. uh, yeah, Sylvia Driscoll, 66 years old, describes herself as an ambassador of God and his son, Jesus Christ. Hmm. will serve as her own lawyer in Driscoll versus homosexuals. Oh, of course she will. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fucking train wreck, but God uh, damn, it'll be glorious. Yeah, you, yeah, it'll get thrown out this, the second it gets in front of a judge, but which is why she's her own lawyer, because no lawyer will touch that shit. But, but goddamn, these crazy people can be amusing sometimes. I mean, she's not going to cause any actual harm, so it's all just going to be entertainment value. Well, yeah, she has no legal leg to stand on for anything, but the attempt, you have to applaud it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, she is definitely uh, sticking to her beliefs, I guess. God, that's the, that entire thing, that's like God gives a shit who you fuck, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, people are funny. Yeah, so uh, you spot anything else in the news, sir? Well, there is one other good one for our friends out in California. Mm -hmm. uh, Los Angeles has okayed its very first booze truck. Hmm. You know how you have like taco trucks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Now there's one that'll have alcohol. Interesting. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that wasn't the thing already. I don't know if we have that in Detroit or not. I mean, we have the. I know we have things like alcohol delivery services, like you can like just like Grubhub and things like that. There's a separate service that'll bring you alcohol within an hour. Uh, oh, I use Drizzly all the fucking time. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I stock up on White Claw. <laughs> but uh, as far as I don't know, that's I'm I'm sure it's going to be a fucking sell gangbusters. Uh, just pull it up to any kind of entertainment event, and all of a sudden you're selling booze. Hmm. Ah, uh, you know what? I think I, I think we might have something like that. Damn, I'm trying to remember. I went to uh, something called. Uh, um, Holy shit, I can't remember the name. It was, there was an event at a, a car club thing where I went to uh, during the uh, last Dream Cruise, and they had a shitload of food trucks and things like that there, as well as other things. Uh, I remember getting a beer there, but I can't remember if I got it off of a truck or if it was just like a tent set up. 
Uh, so what are the, I'm assuming the article included some of the trucks that were already ready to go. Uh, it's just this one. It's tried, like, I don't know if there's or others are coming, but yeah, this one is, uh, it's called Sarah's market. And, uh, yeah, they'll they have a truck headed out there. Nice refrigerated truck to bring you booze. Let's see. Are there food trucks in Michigan that serve alcohol? Oh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Let's, the first thing that pops up is an article in Moreau, which is like a county a couple away from me. Uh, it's not a food truck, but it's a booze truck. So apparently so. Apparently it's legal. I'm not sure if it's uh, how often it happens, but there's this article in Moreau County, Michigan, about whether it's a wedding, graduation, or corporate party. Gypsy girl social wagons can provide customers with an option when it comes to an event beverage service. And basically... See, that's different, like a, though. So like, yeah. Though, yeah, those I've definitely heard of. Like event-based ones. This is like the same type of thing as like your ice cream truck. Mm. Oh, okay. It's just I rolling see around, saying. stops, takes care oh. of people, drives oh, somewhere sh- else, stops. Yeah, you just okay. walk up to this son bitch. It's not part of an actual like event. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because like food trucks aren't like that. They they don't just randomly drive around serving like burgers or something like that. They they go to a spot and sit there. So that's what I thought you were talking about. So this is an ice cream truck for booze. Holy shit! That might be a first no, of a kind. It's still not quite like that. It is closer to like a food truck where it's going to be in different areas throughout the day, but it's not like a, a true like event one that you're talking about that you just rent out for, like it said, like parties or, or what have you. Right, right. You're, you're right. It is a slightly different thing. And when I saw a picture of it, it wasn't a food truck. It was a trailer Yeah, <laughs> that they pulled, you know, uh, like a small one, like probably six or eight feet, maybe not even that, that opened that the sides opened up and turned into a bar kind of. So, which is, which is yeah, cool in itself, like but not the, what you're talking about. Yeah, this one's like the actual truck truck. So, if you're in <laughs> L.A., you know, that's the, about the one good thing besides the weather is now you have a uh, booze truck. I wonder, I wonder if that will diversify or like if you're going to get uh, trucks for a specific thing, like margarita trucks or you know Jack Daniels trucks or, or, co- or you know, right, cocktail trucks and such like that. Or if they're going to try, try to do like full bar service. I don't know. They could take after Detroit. I'm pretty sure you guys probably have a crack truck. Uh, <laughs> no, we do have a, a uh, needle wagon. Oh, no, we do have one of the more hipster things I can think of a, uh, a mobile bicycle bar. Have you ever seen one of those? No, but that sounds so stupid. It is so <laughs> stupid. I don't know. Maybe you'll, if you're into that sort of thing, you and like 10 of your friends uh, get on and, with a bartender and like a driver and you guys all pedal along while you guys sit there and drinking while they take you on a tour of Detroit. Obviously the nice parts. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Yeah. I, I can think of better ways to do my drinking, but some people are into it. I, I guess it's at least uh, successful enough to been here for a while. They started at least a couple of years ago. At that point, why wouldn't you just like contract a party bus? You can I don't know. Drink the entire time, but you're not fucking doing manual labor to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's because it's a hip and trendy thing to do. You're staying in shape. You're burning calories while you're drinking them in. Well, hello there, caller. What can we do for you today? Caller, hello. DJ, DJ Rec War, you're live with the other ground live. What can we do for you today? All right. Well, that's thanks interesting. For, thanks for playing. Have a great day. <laughs> I think half of them don't expect us to answer the phone, really. <laughs> I know he was probably trying to do like a hard DJ drop or like some, you know, I don't know, sandstorm or something, but it just, it never came. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, did you notice I go into my DJ voice when we get to random callers? It's, it's more, it, it's just fun for me to do. 
Yeah, you try to be all presentable and whatnot, and that goes against every grain of this show. I know. We don't want to give up. We, we got to lure them in. You have to make them think it's just a normal show with normal things. And once they're hooked on it, then you let them know how depraved and fucking crazy this shit is. <laughs> hey, you just you just got a, uh, a request in chat. In your DJ uh, voice, say Big Bird and the Bouncer. Big Bird and the Bouncer. Yeah, you still don't have it right. You got to no. get the full, like, deep in the deep in your stomach. You gotta really <clears throat> Big let it Bird out and the Bouncer. Little bit closer, but you gotta get a big bird. Okay. Oh, more energetic, you think? Hey, you big really bird! gotta push it out. Okay, okay, I got a little it. bit right. better. All right. Big bird and the bouncer. God damn your microphone sucks, sir. <laughs> was it maybe I was too close? So this one I'm treating this uh, one is the same as the last one and being a condenser microphone, my, I might be too close up on it. No, it's just when you peak, like it sounds fucking terrible. Oh, oh well. Well, I know the uh, podcaster doesn't have that problem. So between that one and the one you're sending me, we'll get it all figured out. <laughs> one day you may actually become an expert at this whole like audio thing and well, actually you know, work on your levels. And well, I yeah, I know. I I happen to have gotten lucky when I first started and found something plug and play that was actually pretty good. So it never forced me to you know learn all the shit. Uh, and the podcaster is great for uh, a podcasting microphone but as you mentioned if i want to get into actual voiceover recordings and people paying me to say shit it might be uh, behoove me to have something a little bit better honestly what you should have is what i have yeah so like this thing if you're talking about podcasting like pretty much the biggest podcasts are going to use a mic like i have in fact probably the exact same mic i have well how much did your setup cost you if you don't mind me asking. Um, I think the microphone was, what, like 400 bucks, maybe. The interface I'm using, it's a little complicated for what we actually need, um, but I think it was another like 350, 400, somewhere in there. Okay. Not bad. So, yeah, yeah, but that, not something that I can just go out and buy right now. That's uh, basically uh, almost, well, about $800. Yeah, but if you think about it, like what you're going to be getting, so what you're basically going to be getting for free is you're going to be getting an interface, which is... right. You'll be able to use that interface pretty much all the way through. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to upgrade the microphone to like a sure SM7B, like I'm running, um, you might want to get like a cloud lifter. Basically, what it does is it gives some additional gain to the microphone, mm-hmm. um, which helps with a lower output interface like I'm sending. And that that cloud lifter is, I think, like a hundred bucks. So you basically, instead of eight hundred, you'd be looking at like five hundred for a right. really good mic, and then the right. additional gain. Okay, well, let's get to now. And once I get back to working a little more financially comfortable, I'll probably end up doing that. As it is right now, I spent like uh, $125 to buy a used uh, uh, Rode Podcaster, <laughs> so which I consider a fairly good deal. Just think, you, you spent that much money on an inferior mic, and you still don't have an interface, and you're getting both of those things for free. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. But once again, you know, uh, I do like the way the road podcaster sounds. Uh, so I'm going to, it'll be interesting to compare it to, um, yours, uh, the one that you're sending me. And then if it turns out that yours is better, which we both suspect, uh, I'll have the road as a backup. I don't mind paying $125 for a backup bike because it does sound substantially better than this one. The hilarious thing is we're probably actually finally going to hear your real voice. (laughs) Like you're using these, you know, cheap microphones that are probably distorting what you actually sound like. Yeah. You're going to pop on and no longer have a radio voice. And everybody's going to be like, what the fuck (laughs) happened to Jay? Wouldn't that be funny? (laughs) If it turns out it's all on the fucking shitty mic. (laughs) I'm guessing no, but uh, you never know. We'll find out soon enough. (laughs) 
shit. All right, were you, were you ready to talk about the Rogan thing? Absolutely, let's go. Uh, well, I don't know. What do you think about it? The, I mean, obviously, there's a, a variety of different opinions on what he just did. Uh, for those that do not know, uh, Joe Rogan announced uh, that he is going to be exclusive on Spotify for his the source for you to get him. And that includes YouTube. Uh, by the end of the year, you will not be able to get full episodes on YouTube because, as it turns out, Spotify is offering a video service as well. Um <clears throat> Now, this is not going to cost you any extra. If you're if you have a Spotify free, you'll watch ads, you know, during the show. And if you have premium, you will not. Uh, but that does mean you won't have you have to have Spotify to get Joe Rogan. Yeah. So, I mean, why not? If you're him, like people have been speculating that he wants to get off YouTube or whatever, because YouTube's a horrible platform and blah, 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 blah. Really what happened here, right, is Spotify came through with a Brinks truck full of fucking cash and dropped it off on his doorstep. And he said, oh, okay. <laughs> yep, and that's exactly what happened. Um, and from what I heard, YouTube can be difficult to work with. And in a lot of t cases, they don't pay what they're supposed to and this, that, and the other. Having never monetized anything on there, I don't really know the details and how that works and how it would be possible for someone to be unhappy with their service. But it's, I've heard it enough times that I think it's probably true in a lot of cases. So Joe probably just didn't want to be on that platform anymore anyways, or at the, or at the worst was indifferent about being on that platform. I'm sure he was indifferent about it because I mean, let's face it, right? Like he was big enough that you don't really have to worry too much about YouTube. Um, it is true that they do a lot of automated things that screw up some people, but when you're that large, it's not like you can employ actual humans to look at every video that is put up on YouTube. Right, right, exactly. And I'm sure, you know, he was probably getting tons of cash from his YouTube videos, regardless of whether or not he's getting the correct percentage. And the, I don't think that'd be a Joe thing to worry about. No, well, and he's, you know, fuck you rich anyway. Right, right, right. Like, even if it was off, he's not. It's not going to make a dent into his life. Right, right. And he's often said that he has enough money right, right now for to have fuck you money forever. He doesn't. If no one ever paid him for anything ever again, he wouldn't worry about money. Uh, and I've heard him say that multiple times. So I think it's probably more some of his personal preferences than the truckload of money that they undoubtedly paid him. But I'm, I'm sure that didn't hurt because he isn't going to tell you that he doesn't like money either. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's a smart businessman. Like, this was the right call. Like, we can all speculate as to, you know, like, the the true driver of why he did it. But regardless, it was the right business move. You know he's making a ton of money from it. And with that said, we do have to announce here on the show today, starting in 2022, we will be exclusive to Pornhub. That's right. We've already signed the contract. Uh, it's a while ways off, so you guys don't have to worry about losing our content right away. But eventually, we are going to have porn videos as ads during our show. Um, so I, hopefully you guys aren't offended by that. Uh, but I think it's a good idea. And it's just the direction that the show needed to go. And only half of them will be me. <laughs> the other half will be stock images from Pornhub. Uh, no, no, no. It's going to be gifts. You know, so that way uh, you got to you gotta give them a little more something than that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, well, I don't know. Does anyone want to call in and talk about the Rogan thing? Uh, I don't realize you guys might not be huge fans of him um, or not like 
don't dislike him or anything like that, but not everyone's into the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, or anybody with a YouTube channel that's dealt with their ridiculousness. Yeah, or exactly. anybody that wants to go to YouTube, search for The Other Ground Live, which is live right now, and you can go hit subscribe and like, and you know, Natural. somewhere in the year 2300, we may get to the millions of subscribers that Joe Rogan has. <laughs> it might come a little bit quicker than that. We, I will say we're not uh, huge yet, but our numbers go up steadily every day, uh, and our progress is pretty, uh, I'm pretty happy with it, you guys. You guys have been a big help trying to get the uh, show going, and because of you guys, every day we add some more followers. Not a day goes by where we don't add any. Uh, so we're not huge yet, but we are making progress, guys. Hey, Tanner, how you doing, boss? Hey, let's shoot this shit, boys. <laughs> How you doing, boss? How'd your day go? All right, bullshit. You know, same old stuff. Went to work, came home, just got off a, took the kids on a scooter ride. They rode scooters and I rode longboard. Oh, my. What do you think about that, Homelander? I ride fucking longboard. Deal with it, homie. <laughs> okay, what is a longboard? I think I know, but uh, explain to me just in case I'm wrong. It's it's like a skateboard you don't do tricks on because I'm old and I can't do fucking tricks and I'm fat. Oh, I mean, so, it's just uh, like, just, what? Just I mean, describe it. I, I'm not. Uh, it's 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 basically a a bigger. It's a longer skateboard, so mm -hmm. it's it's a little more uh, stable. It's wider, longer, and it's meant for. Uh, well, there's different types of longboards, but basically cruising, just kind of just cruising as a mode of transportation. Oh, okay. It's that not be... automatic. It's it's nothing with a throttle or anything. I have to push it like I would a regular skateboard. Okay, okay. That's uh, that'd probably be more my speed than a regular skateboard, which was never a good idea for me growing up. No, oh, you can't uh, even ride a fucking two wheeled bike. How are you gonna fucking ride a skateboard, bro? Well, hey, uh, anonymous uh, camel is asking you to say uh, a big bird and a bouncer. Um, how am I supposed to say it? Like sultry, or am I supposed to say it like Charlie Sheen would say it? Oh, definitely Charlie Sheen. Um, well, fuck. I wish I had an advertisement in front of me that I could read. Hold on. Um, um, well, wait a minute. Hey, listen. I, it, if, if you, if you want to blow seven and a half gram rocks off a of hooker's tits and ass, and then you want to be winning, listen to Big Bird and the Bouncer. That's all I got. There you go. Hey, very nice. <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't that good. You guys caught me off guard. That's all right. I stumbled. All right. I fumbled. That's I pulled I pulled a J. <laughs> That's not nice at all. Come on. I'm just trying to get through the day. <laughs> so what do you think about the Rogan thing? Um, I don't think too much about it. I used to love Joe Rogan. I mean, when he first when he and Red Band first started that thing, I mean, I think he started on Justin TV. Um, way back in the day, if anybody remembers Justin TV, you used to be able to get on there and get all the people would play movies all day, like, uh, all the new releases and shit. They'd stream them on Justin TV and his first live podcasts, I believe were featured on Justin TV. And I, I remember loving watching him and red band and they introduced me to all his crazy cronies, you know, Joey Diaz and Brian Callen and all those guys. I didn't know anything about the, the LA comedy scene at the time. And it, it was Back in the day when it was pure and it was fun and they had like the Fleshlight as a sponsor and they didn't, they gave no fucks. Um, well, ultimately, when you get to the level he's at now, you have to start giving fucks because you're losing way too much money if you don't give, if you, if you continue not giving any fucks. Right. So right. he's changed. He's, he's flip flopped his views on a lot of shit. He's, you know, he always 
pawn himself off as a libertarian, but when you listen to him, he's more liberal. And not there's nothing against that, but he he's a, a do as I say, not as I do kind of a fucking guy. Right. Um, at least that's what he's turned into, in my opinion. Do you want to hear a really sad fact? What's that? I began podcasting two years before Joe Rogan started. How's that for depressing? And, uh, it's not depressing at all. You, you've got a former top 20 uh, Podbean uh, podcaster. Yeah. So, but, I mean. But people are like, oh, Joe Rogan's one of the very first people to start. He's one of the forefathers of podcasters. I'm like, man, I got podcasts from 2007, motherfucker. Oh, well. <laughs> and the saddest part is this is the most success you've ever had. Unfortunately, this is true. Uh, back then, it was even. And he, and he, owes, and he owes it. He owes it all to grad one. Yeah, I owe all the grad <laughs> one. Like Uncle Canada, he will tell you. He... Hey, yes, he will. Hey, this is my podcast, boys. I started this podcast. You shut the fuck up, Jay. <laughs> that sounds pretty familiar, actually. Yeah, yeah. He started. It We're just along for the ride, actually. He's about due to call it's in not, any time now. Actually, he he flip flops. He'll go on. He'll go on a little bit of a drought, and then he comes back hard. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I think he gets tired during the week, and then and then the weekend he comes roaring back. So we'll we'll normally see him on like a Monday or Tuesday, and then he's back like Saturday or Sunday or something like that. We we well, don't he, see him he like brings, Wednesday or Thursdays really. He brings the heat Saturday though. Fuck yeah! If you guys have <laughs> never been here for if you guys have never been here for a Saturday podcast, you are missing something. Uh, Uncle oh. Canada is a national treasure uh, for both yeah. the United States and Canada. Uh, stop in, man! You will not regret it. That's right, <laughs> Stella our toys for the boys. <laughs> okay, now I'm glad you stopped in, Tenor, because I, I knew you were probably going to have some input on this subject. I have an actual topic. I today I want to talk about shithole bars. Nice. I love shithole bars. You guys have all been to one. That piece of shit. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I love shithole bars. Uh, Growing up Mm -hmm. in Detroit, there's a ton of them. And there's all kinds of different categories of shithole bars. They're not all the same. Like there's the neighborhood shithole bar. Uh, My favorite one for this was a place called uh, End of the Park. Uh, It was right on the border between Ferndale and Hazel Park. See, End of the Park. It was a play on words. Uh, It fit about maybe 30 people. It had one pool table, one video game, a bar. Uh, two tables that could hold about four people. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, the entirety of their food menu was uh, s- uh, some jalapeno poppers uh, and chicken wings that they uh, put into a little fryer that you could see sitting on a, uh, like a card table. <laughs> yeah. uh, All right, so hold on was- a second. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that was their quote-unquote cooked food. Did they yeah. have a jar of pickled eggs and or sausage right behind the bar near the liquor? I believe they had pickled eggs. Yes, that's my and, type of place. Okay, it was filled almost entirely with bikers. Uh, there's rarely more than one or two cars in there. I said the entire place couldn't hold more than 30 people. And, and the only reason I went there is because my friend Pat grew up in uh, Hazel Park and was kind of too dumb to know that he shouldn't be going to places like this. Uh, but they had ex- already had accepted him. You know, he, he got lucky and wandered into a, a biker bar that was not like going to beat up a, a kind of slow guy. <laughs> um, so he started bringing uh, me there, and I, I had the best time of my life at that bar. Uh, I got some other examples, but I'd like to hear what you guys, uh, I'm sure you guys have a ton. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, so shithole bars, not a ton of them. Um, one was kind of a shithole, but it was super popular. Uh, back when I lived in Iowa near uh, one of the colleges, it was kind of in a shithole part of town. So it was a bar called The Library. So 
So all you would get is just a bunch of drunk college kids. So uh, that no. was definitely a good one to see, like absolutely ridiculous behavior. But as far as most bars, like I always ended up going to like more pool halls and things like that, just to hear like all of the random crazy stories from your you know, like neighborhood pool shark. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. There's really more of those than like the actual shithole, hole in the wall, like know regulars that have their own seat type of bar oh yeah well there's there's also different levels of it i mean i've seen, seen pool halls that are shitholes too um but speaking on speaking on other levels uh one of the places i really like going to was a, a place called harpo's it was a big place um they had concerts there uh on some nights where you'd uh like i saw exodus there before i've seen pantera there before before they got too big uh they could probably hold a thousand people in this place and it had a cool setup you'd walk in uh and turn to your right and it would go down in tiers like there had two or three descending tiers uh that were each big enough to have like a bar on each side so the place had like one two three four different bars on it um and then like a this crazy disco dance floor on the bottom uh it was the biggest shithole you'd ever seen for multiple reasons one it was at a really bad part of detroit um and uh, uh, but the mo- biggest reason it was a shithole is because on the nights where they didn't have concerts there, uh, it was the number one place to get drunk really, really cheap. They had something called, uh, I can't remember the name of the special, but basically from when they opened up at 8 p.m. till 11 p.m., uh, they sold 99 cent pitchers of beer and 99 cent uh, cocktails. After level after 11, it went to like $5 pitchers of beers and $3 cocktails. So it still wasn't terribly expensive, but that meant every time they did this between 8 and 11 p.m., as many up to a thousand people were trying to get as drunk as they possibly could as fast as they possibly could. <laughs> it made for a, a really crazy environment. <laughs> okay, we had a bar yeah. kind of like that. Um, it was every Wednesday night. It was $2 pitchers and $6 steaks. Oh, my. Holy oh, Jesus shit. Christ. So you ended up eating like four pounds of fucking steak and just pounding pitchers of beer. And like, <laughs> a bunch of us always used to go from work, and it was always kind of the joke, right, of like who was going to call out that Thursday because <laughs> nobody made it home in any sort of shape to be getting up the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah that sounds about man that sounds good i you know uh i could go for a six dollar steak right now <laughs> and, and after sure. like five to six pitchers of beer that steak was fucking amazing yeah isn't that always the way the drunker you get the better the food is uh, I, i've uh, made a mistake of uh recommending bars to people before when i didn't realize that every time i ate there i was drunk and they're like dude that food sucked i'm like oh well how much did you drink i, I didn't drink anything well that's your fucking problem dude <laughs> You gotta drink mm. some before you eat that bar food. It, it's never gonna taste good sober. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. I'm a pub guy. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a club guy. I lived outside of Tampa for a long time, in Ebor City. If anybody's familiar with Tampa and Ebor City, it's just, just they block the street off in in the middle of Tampa where they make cigars and all the Cubans live and shit. And it is just madness. Um, and there's big clubs in there. Um, and I just can't do, I want a pub. I want a place where it's not too loud. I'm not shoulder to shoulder. So I'm not bumping somebody and somebody's not bumping me. Cause that shit starts mm-hmm. fights. You step on somebody's shoe, you get a fucking fight. You know, I got big shoulders. I bump somebody. They want to turn around and fucking knock my head off. I'm not into all that shit. So I love little bars where I can play a game of darts. I don't have to scream to talk over the music that's playing. Um, I can get, I can get good beer 
and mm-hmm. and definitely uh, the pickled eggs and pickled sausage. There was a yeah. place that I used to do, to go to in uh, Dunedin, Florida, where I actually lived, right on the on the intercoastal intercoastal waterway, um, right off of Alt 19. Um, that this place was it was awesome. It was called Skips. And it was right on the Pinellas Trail, which is a biking trail that runs from like Tarpon Springs all the way to St. Petersburg, which is miles and miles and miles, um, where there's no cars allowed on it. So it's, it, it was a paved path. I'm a mountain biker, but it was a paved path. And I could basically go from where I live to Clearwater to St. Petersburg or back south to, or north to Tampa or not Tampa, uh, Tarpon Springs on this paved path, just ride bike everywhere. I could hit bars on bike and I love doing shit like that. Um, oh, yeah. So the, the interesting part about it was, though, is I don't know if every bar like this was in Florida, but in Dunedin, if you didn't serve like a full food menu, it was only beer. You, they couldn't serve liquor. Um, so the only place on the strip that served liquor was this gay bar called 1470 West. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm shit, I'm I'm fairly confident in who I am. I mean, I, I, somebody gay isn't going to scare me. I mean, you know, um, whatever, you know, I'll suck a dick, whatever. But anyways, like, I, I digress. Um, uh, so <laughs> fuck you, dra- drag. Um, <laughs> he got me. I, I pulled a homelander. Fuck you, drag. Anyways, um. So we would we would get tanked up, you know, do whatever we were doing, uh, hitting on chicks in in our little dive bar because all everybody went there. It was just like this homey little little town bar, the towny bar, village bar. And then we we get tuned up enough that we wanted to do shots, so we'd go down to the gay bar. And I had fuck you guys, and I don't care what you think of me. I had so much fun in that fucking gay bar. I would I would I would dance to live in La Vida Loca. I don't give a shit. Ricky Martin would come on and I would just fucking clear the dance floor out. Upside, inside out. Living the beat alone. Dude, I don't give a shit. They had karaoke. They would do karaoke. So I'd go down there all tanked up. And instead of doing karaoke, I would fucking do my McFoley motivational speaker. I would I would do a I would ad lib uh Chris Farley motivational speaker things. I'd fall through tables and shit like a drunken fat asshole that I am. And I just I I Dude. didn't give a fuck. Go ahead. Dude, I'm so glad you told that story because it reminded me of a story I've had for 30 years that I don't think I've ever told. Uh, way back in the day, uh, no, no. Way back in the day, my buddies were playing at a uh, theater in Mount Clemens, Michigan. Uh, they were they were playing with four or five other bands. They were none of them were huge bands, but they were big enough that each of them had enough of a following that them combined could fill up like a three thousand person theater or, tw- or whatever it was. Maybe a little bit smaller, probably about a thousand. Uh, but unbeknownst to anybody going to that show, was that place had lost their liquor license two days ago. So they mm. could not serve beer or alcohol or anything. However, built into that theater, there was a little sidebar on the side uh, that could hold maybe 50, 60, 100 people tops. It was pretty small. Uh, 
and it was a flaming gay bar, <laughs> like one of the gayest bars you could ever see. Literally, the guy, the bartender was not wearing a shirt and, and like leather pants and like suspenders Sweet. and shit. Um, yep, it was a pretty gay. It was a pretty gay bar, and it was the funnest time anybody that ever that dared to go in ever had. You know, because you know anyone that any of the burnouts that went in were like, "Oh fuck it, dude! I don't give a shit about gay people. I gotta get a drink." And they yeah, they I, welcomed us with open arms. It was such buddy, a fun time. I'll give you a little pro tip about the fucking gay bars. So, where assless chaps? Dude, I got a story about that too. Hold on, dude. <laughs> gay bar, check this out. Everybody knows that gay guys have hot friends, hot girlfriends that are straight. They're called fag hags. They love mm-hmm. hanging around their gay friends. They bring their their fag hag friends that are generally hot to the gay bar, and you know what happens. Women start drinking. They start getting a little loose. They start letting their guard down. Everyone's here. This is safe. Oh, my God. This is the greatest time. You know, Jean-Paul, this is fucking great. They're dancing. Next thing you know, you get a couple fucking wolves in there that aren't gay, and these girls let their fucking guard down. I pulled – I shit you not. I pulled so much ass out of the gay bar, female ass, for real, because they, they were straight. They got buzzed up there, and then all of a sudden they're looking around. And who's there? A unicorn, a fucking straight guy in a gay bar. Guess what? Coming home with me, dude. I and physically this is how saw Tanner that. Got the nickname of the Blue Oyster Predator. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't interrupt that. It was great. Uh, no, I saw that before. My my buddy who was in the band, who was always good with the ladies, uh, def- went home with someone that night that did not come to uh-huh. see him at the show. <laughs> that didn't even know there was a heavy metal show next door. But uh, she definitely was impressed with his manliness, and uh, off he went. <laughs> and there you go. So I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that it's not an. I'm I'm sorry to disappoint you, Dalton. It's not an assless chap story, but it's 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 the buckle short story. All right. Here's buckle the story the about fuck the buckle. Is a buckle short. I'm I'm about to explain that to you, Jay. Okay, so my roommate, my roommate, my roommate named Gabe, Gabe, not gay, Gabe, Gabriel. He um. He, he came from this really eccentric fucking artsy family. His, his brother was this great artist out in Seattle. And his, his brother sent him as a gag gift these shorts. They were like biker shorts, but they were tight. They were made out of velour. So oh. they were these tight, tight, tight biker velour, like purplish, like really dark purple shorts. And they had these huge big stainless steel buckles running across where you, where you, where your cock would be big stainless <laughs> steel buckles and he had them hanging in his room it was just like okay, a joke pa- right pause for a second uh, when you say across are we talking horizontal or vertical they're going horizontal across where your okay. crotch would be okay because so don't probably yeah. yeah probably four or five big stainless steel like buckles so we call them the buckle shorts it was just like a, it was a gag thing so we ended up at this house party and um, early in the day, just day drinking, cruising around. That's how Dunedin was. You just cruise from house to house, drink, and there'd just be impromptu parties everywhere. Well, our other friend, Chris, who had this huge fro, and that's what that was his gimmick. You ever know somebody with a gimmick? Either they wear a certain hat or they got a certain haircut or they got the, you know, a curly mustache or whatever. This was his gimmick. He was the fro guy. You know, mm. he looked like horse. He looked like a, a red-haired version of Horse Shack from Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chris was sitting there. And we're all drinking. He's like, "Hey, dude, I think I'm gonna shave my head today." And I was like, "You are so full of shit, Chris. There's no chance in hell you're shaving. That's your personality. 
that's that's everything you are. How how the fuck are you gonna get rid of your fro? She's like, you want to make a bet? I'm like, I'll fucking bet you right now. You're not shaving that shit. I go, I will wear the buckle shorts to the gay bar tonight and dance on tables if you fucking <laughs> shave your head. So he's like, you're on. Somebody had a, the, the, the house that we were at. Somebody had a pair of clippers. The people that lived there had a pair of clippers, and and they my my roommate Gabriel shaved his head. So I'm left there thinking, oh shit. If I'm going to do something, I go all out. I don't fuck around. You know, I'm not just going to go in there with buckle shorts on and wear a long T-shirt over it, get a drink and get the fuck out. Just to, just to, you know, um, pony up for the bet. So I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. So I think um, either my either one of my buddies or he went to a thrift store. So we had the buckle shorts already. That's that's the main part of the uniform. But I got this tight, tight, tight leopard print um, button up. Uh, short sleeve shirt, like just tight as hell, leopard print, <laughs> and it was a button up collared, like you know, like a collared button up, just just crazy shit that you'd see on on somebody from from Georgia, the country, not the state. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, so so I got that, so I had that, and then I had <laughs> uh, I borrowed a straw cowboy hat with a feather plume in it, and I wore I wore that thing. And then somebody had like a plastic recorder. You remember like their first instrument you played in, in grade school? It was called a recorder. Oh, yeah. You learned twinkle, twinkle, little star on it. Yeah, so yeah. someone had someone had the, the, the great idea that I had to carry that with me. And I had to refer to <laughs> I had to refer to it as my skin flute. So every time <laughs> I sh- I sh- every time and, 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 the, and, the, and the deal was with the skin flute, you remember in um Willy Wonka, when he wanted the, the, the little Oompa Loompas to come, he would pull out this flute and go. <laughs> so every time, every, every time I went to the bar and ordered a beer, I had to pull my skin flute out, refer to it as my skin flute, and go. <laughs> Course light, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you broke Jay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deep breaths. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> oh shit yeah. how did that go over <laughs> you want to hear that i i i i seriously pulled a hot 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 hippie chick out of the gay bar and banged her that night <laughs> true story true story how did, how did the gay guys feel about it you know do, do they think you're mocking okay. them or do they think it was funny no it's it's i'm Honestly, I'm clear you weren't you trying to mock them, but I was wondering. The, no, the, the, the gay dudes are pretty good way. sports usually. Yeah. <laughs> in in life, if you, if I've found in in any aspect of life, even on the OG, if someone busts your balls and you just roll with it, if you don't take yourself too fucking seriously, you're almost you're. It's almost hard to bust your balls. It's almost hard to get mad at you because I just I'm not taking myself too fucking seriously, guys. You know. Yeah. And, yeah, that, and that's, that's and that's why I try that's to how do. I, yeah, that's how I that's how I have fun, and also I diffuse a lot of shit. Like even when people give me shit on the OG or people on this channel, whatever. I don't take myself that seriously. Whatever. I had a good ass time, man. I'd do it again. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. That's how I try to deal with uh, the OG and life in general. Every once in a while, you'll catch me on a bad day, but for the most part, I'm just like, oh, that's kind of funny, and move on. Mm-hmm. So I think the moral to this story is OG meetup. Jay's wearing a Wookiee suit. You're wearing the buckle shorts, and I'm bringing the nipple clamps. 
Oh yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> nice. We really I'm should in. do an OG. We really should do an OG meetup one of these days, like a big one. I know uh, random OGers have met each other many, many times, but I don't know if there's ever been like a large scale OG meetup with like twenty or thirty or forty of them. There might have been. I've I've only been part of the uh, forum since what two thousand. Fuck, I can't remember when I joined. <laughs> it's like six or seven years ago, some shit like that. So um, I'm, you know, I'm not familiar with the history by far. But uh, you, you guys have been there quite I've a little bit longer than I have. Uh, have there ever been any really large scale ones? I've never met. I thought there was one on the West Coast in maybe in in Washington, wasn't there? I've heard about. I could be wrong. Yeah, I yeah, heard I, of something. I don't know where it was or how big it was. Yeah, because I joined in 2012, which is a fair while ago, but the damn forums have been around since, like, what, 1998 or some shit like that? Uh, uh, the forum? Like I... yeah, yeah, no, yeah, hasn't we... it been... Are we talking about just the other ground? Yeah, yeah. No, or, or the oh, underground I... as well. The, or the, in some way, shape, or form, that forum's been around since, like, the, in the 90s at some point or another. Yeah, yeah, the late 90s, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's a long time to be out of forum. Holy shit. Think about that. There's I know I know Stray's met up. He's he's hung on with like uh who your your buddy Sakuraba's ear. He's hung out with uh (laughs) Smith, I believe, Senin. I mean Stray's Stray's met some people. I don't think I've met in real life in OGR. Y'all are like mythical creatures to me. Uh, Oh same here. I've met Sly before. I've met a couple of people that I don't, when I was uh, quite a while back, like three or four years ago, that I don't re- remember their names, which I feel bad about, uh, which is kind of crazy because there's uh, a, a, a gentleman that was unremarkable and then a one-armed man. Uh, there's a guy in the OG running around without one arm and I can't remember his name. It's really a travesty. <laughs> Dude, look at Tenor's gape butthole thumbhole picture, thumbnail picture. Oh, Holy that's moly, the, bunny. Uh, that's that's lovely. <laughs> uh, man, I've also uh, met a gentleman that isn't on the OG anymore. Um, I think he said his name was Elastic Assassin or something like that. Uh, I know his isn't real that, name, but but he I isn't that, isn't that Sam Holger? Isn't he Elastic Assassin or is that Alaskan no, I, Assassin? He was the Alaskan. Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the state. Yeah. Yeah, All and right. it, uh, and uh, the state, I, not the anal cavity, right? And I uh, <laughs> know him on Facebook over his real name, but uh, I could be wrong about his uh, screen name. Uh, nice guy. Uh, he, I could tell he he was obviously in the jujitsu at some point. <laughs> um, I I just want to jump in. I I don't want to stop talking about OGers you've met and stuff, but I want to ask uh, Dalton: Did you train with him at Militage? Who Hogan? I never trained at Militage. Oh, I thought you did for some reason. I thought you cross trained with those guys for some reason. No, like some of those guys would come into the gym uh, in Des Moines, in Des Moines MMA. Uh, but no, okay. I never really actually made the the pilgrimage out there. I was never that fucking good. I just got the would have got the shit kicked out of me. Well, this All is right, interesting. My bad. Uh, thought... What's up? Hold a second, guys. This is interesting. Oh, we have a caller. Hello, caller. What can we do for you today? Ha 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 ha! Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Top man, uh, top man. Yep, top man. But anyways, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you guys. You never know. You always got to roll the dice, right? Oh no, for sure, man. Um, yeah, I, I kind of ruined our flow on that because you're talking about people you met. Dalton, you said you haven't met any OGers. I have not met. I've text. I had some text conversations with people, some PMs with people, but I've never met anybody. I have a hell of a time, and I don't know what your guys is uh, your your feelings on taco is. Taco and I will text back and forth every couple months and we get right into it, man. That fucking dude cracks me up. I don't know if I could hang out with him 
for a full night. I might be able to take him for an hour or two, mm-hmm. but that dude would fucking, I would be divorced in jail and up on some sort of fucking bad charges. If I hung out with him for a long period of time, I've got a taco story actually. Uh, go ahead. A couple, of, a, a couple of years ago on like a random Tuesday or Wednesday night, something like that. I think it was, I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday night. So it was during the week. Uh, he texts you know, he sends me a message says he's in my area and, and do I want to party? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, it, it's it's a weeknight. I'd really love to, but but I can't. He was in town playing uh, rugby, I think it is. I think that's what he plays. Yeah, he's a rugby uh, guy. Yeah. 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 And he had a game, you know, like relatively close to me. Uh, so I, I had to pass uh, and I kind of regretted. I was like, I would have been fonder. You know, he seemed like an interesting guy. Probably a good idea that I passed. Uh, he ended up getting to a bar fight there. Uh, and him, his entire team got kicked out. I think he went to jail that night. <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was like, okay, in retrospect, that would have been, that's a good time. I probably good idea that I missed. <laughs> I the reason think he got I sh- arrested Jay. If you yeah, would have been yeah, there, exactly. you're the big, you're the giant dude that would have given him the backup. The other guy <laughs> just would have backed down. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know a lot about rugby, but every single rugby rugby person I've ever seen looked like he could probably take care of himself in a fight. So I, I'm still amazed that a, a, an entire team of them got into a fight. Who are they fighting? Who'd be stupid enough to fight in an entire rugby team? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. fucking rugby teams. So I used to play rugby and we, uh, one year we went to nationals, like when we were in high school, it was like 21 and under or something like that. But we got there and ended up fight or ended up. I almost said fighting, but we ended up playing this team. All they were were fucking Samoans. <laughs> Entire team was like six foot four, like 280 pounds of just Samoan muscle. God, that I, sucked. I assume the match did not go well. No, we got the living shit kicked out of us. A bunch <laughs> of like high schoolers and early college age people from Iowa. Yeah, that that did not go well. <laughs> but yeah so I, i'm i'm uh upset that i missed taco but not upset that i missed the bar fight because uh that's not a place for jay i mean maybe 20 years ago but you know i'm old now i don't want to get punched I might yeah, go taco my got a, he got a hold of me one night and said he was coming up here do you remember when uh sorry to bring up gofundmes jay but do you remember yeah. when someone someone stole my socks ripped off the og and a bunch of shit because he said he had cancer you remember that mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, pretty large amount too. I mean, yeah, All right, well, we are not going to play that game. <laughs> Holy oh, fuck, Jesus. that was doesn't that take was me long to hang up on you. <laughs> okay, Jesus we'll take, Christ! If they're going to do that, I'll be a little bit quicker on the trigger too. So, um, so he got a hold of me one night and said he was on his way up here to to New York. And he wanted to know if he could blow into upstate New York and hang out with me. I was like, so what are you doing up here? He was coming here to find someone stole my socks and kick his ass. And between (laughs) you and I, I don't know if he did, but I almost think he did. He never made it to my place. But when I asked him like the next day, if that's what he did, he just sent me a winky face. (laughs) Hold on a second. I'm going to try to take a caller, but I'm going to be ready to hang up on him right away. All right. One, two, three, go. Hello, caller. See, okay. No, I don't think we'll be taking any more callers today, <laughs> except for confirmed sources. Uh, you, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me in the least bit if he did kick that guy's ass and got us. That or I, he got drunk and stole someone's socks. <laughs> and wasn't yeah. that like a large amount of money, like eight or ten thousand dollars or something like that? Not like a little bit. 
Well, it was like a pretty nah. believable thread. And like, I think I even gave him some money. Yeah, that, and that's just a shame. And then uh, I believe the other uh, big one in the recent memory would be uh, Shoot Fighter Mike, uh, who didn't get very much money out of it, but uh, he uh, at least tried. I think he, his GoFundMe was only up to a couple hundred dollars or five hundred dollars before they figured that one out. That was really strange because he was like an old school OGer who had a, in my opinion, maybe I'm misremembering, but didn't he have a really decent reputation as far as being a decent OGer? Oh, and then all of a sudden, one hundred percent. Yeah, he started saying he had a stroke or some shit. Oh, and by the way, it was thirty k uh, that Sox got. Jesus and, uh, Christ. Yeah, and that might have been why, you know, uh, Shooter might have seen that and had money problems and knew that he had a lot of credibility uh, in the OG, and he might have decided it was worth the risk uh, to go ahead and try that. I mean, thirty, like I said, $30,000 is a lot of money, uh, and it's and it just been proven that people could do it. So and I, that was a shame. I liked him quite a bit. Uh, I remember interacting with him a lot. He was uh, funny and you know, seemed like a solid guy. He pops up every once in a while. I think he popped up not too long ago, two or three months ago. I think he posted um, just randomly. Not, I don't think he made a thread, but I think he posted in a thread, and then he got yeah. called out and didn't come yeah. back. Yeah, about every every so it used to be a lot more frequently, but now every couple months he'll like stick his toe in and see if everyone still hates him. Uh, and then and then once everyone tells him they still hate him, he leaves for another couple months. I think he's uh, hoping that eventually we'll forget about it. Really. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, internet never forgets. No, uh, and he only got five hundred dollars before someone figured it out. I can't remember how that happened, but someone did some like Google foo detective work and uh, managed to catch him like uh, contradicting himself or some shit like that. Uh, so I can't remember exactly how there was proved that he uh, was definitely faking, but it was proved pretty uh, quickly. Otherwise, he would have gotten a lot more money out of it. And this is why I'll never post a GoFundMe because uh, yeah, I contradict myself constantly, and it's just because I'm big and dumb. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would never post myself a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. <laughs> I, well, I haven't. I'll be technical. Uh, two I, other people I know have for you, me, but I know you haven't. But that's such a troll angle you're throwing right there. Like I would never. <laughs> I, I, I know, <laughs> Jay. I know. I know you haven't started one. I know. I that's get one, it. We're talking. I, we're talking a bit of semantics here, sir. I know. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite troll things to do. I don't really troll people, but when they try to be mean to me, I try to troll them back. Oh, maybe Jay should start a GoFundMe for that. Um, so my favorite response is, I've never started a GoFundMe. How do you go about that? Because <laughs> I know they hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that does show you what a good place the OG is, despite all the sarcasm and assholeness and the fighting back and forth about bullshit politics, that even after all that was said and done, uh, after they got ripped off twice uh, for large sums of money, they still end up giving me like twenty seven hundred or three thousand or somewhere around that range for my GoFundMe. Uh, I think I got four thousand altogether because one of my friends on Facebook started one separately. That got got about eight hundred somewhere in that range, and that's amazing the, for uh, a board that had been burned that many times to still want to go ahead and take the effort to try to help somebody out. No, well, we know that you much... wouldn't be bullshitting us considering how much of an attention whore you are. Like you would <laughs> give us live play by play during the surgery if you would have been awake. Yeah, that's true. I, I was able to prove that I was serious about it pretty easy, which is how easy it is to prove someone's lying because it's not like you have to give out personal information. I just took a picture of my report and cut out anything that lead back to me personally, uh, but with stuff like the today's date on it. So if uh, so, if I was fake and I managed to talk to somebody else who got di diagnosed with that cancer today to give me their shit, 
damn, I just yeah, told you guys it, how I did it. <laughs> yeah, for, for as much as, as we we all are degenerates, it actually really is, is a good place, and there's some, some really decent and honorable people on that place, or on, on the OG, rather. Um, I, it's the only social media I have. I don't have anything. That's the yeah. honest. I don't. I don't have TV. I don't watch the news. I don't know what's going on in the world. I get most of my sh- my just my my outer world view from the OG, and that that goes to show you how fucked up I am. But <laughs> hey, uh, look who it is. What hey, up? What's up, guys? How you doing, Uncle? Hey, what's up? Hey, Good again, we're bringing up. Hey, we're bringing up some uh, names, OG names. You guys remember that guy that passed about? Four to six weeks ago, he's a really, really cool guy. Fuck, his name is Jason or something. And uh, all of a sudden, I guess somebody posted that he passed away. You guys know what I'm talking about? There were a couple. No. Are, you, are you talking about the uh, William uh, Muncy or Macy Muncy? guy? Yeah, 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 him. So did yeah. anybody find out how did, did he pass away in his sleep? Or the guy was a really solid poster, a great, seemed like a great dude overall in that day. I just never heard anything after the fact, but. Oh uh, yeah, I've I've texted with Muncie back and forth a bit. He he'd get drunk and po- and and post his number up, and um, he, that dude was always very very level headed, um, you know, especially with race type stuff. He 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 was always just real level headed, real easy to talk to. Never got offended very easily, but was able to make his point without being super confrontational and he was funny um you know i i like that dude a lot i think he he died because there was a potassium issue either he had a a potassium deficiency he he had issues with his legs like he would lose feeling in his legs and his feet and shit and he said it was his potassium was low and i think that's what happened it was a potassium deficiency is what happened with him yeah i seemed like a really yeah, he seemed like a really, really cool dude. Like you're, yeah, like you're saying, level-headed, never got – he'd always laugh shit off. Even if somebody posted some stupidity, he'd always come in, mm-hmm. ha, ha, ha. Yeah, great guy. Oh, he, was, he, he was always clowning. I think he and Philly Fights uh, actually passed away the same week or something. Yeah. And then I had that toast. I, I made a toast thread to those guys um, where we all toasted at the same time. Um and that that thread still floats around. I think it popped back up with uh, Slice Boy Chopper. I think we toasted on that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. though. Yeah, I heard he told me once something. Well, not me specifically, but posted something on a thread that I was always impressed by. Um, he was uh, the son of a major league baseball player. Um, yes. and his father had passed away and left him a sizable amount of money. Uh, he said that he's never touched any of that money because he wants. Cause he wanted to make his own money. Not he didn't like give it away or anything, but he put it away and he's never, he never planned on touching it until like, and he will until he passed away and it went to his family or something like that. Uh, and he, and apparently he never did all that money. He, he, he said he'd rather earn his own money. Uh, and I thought that was pretty impressive. It, yeah, he definitely man. had, he it definitely had the- his own morals that he would, that he stuck to, you know? He was relatively young, uh, probably mid forties, lower forties, right? He yeah, wasn't he, that old yeah. either. I don't yeah. think. No, he he was around our age, you know, uh, in the uh, early to mid forties. Uh, All right, guys, I gotta check out. I'm getting called for dinner, y'all. All right, enjoy your dinner. <laughs> All right, bro. thanks. All right, All right. All right peace. No doubt. So, Uncle Canada, how's your day been going? Ah, good, man. Busy with work and that, but uh, good. So we had, like I said yesterday, we had a holiday uh, day at Victoria Day yesterday, and just fucking catching up with work. And uh, you guys got a 
coming up on Monday. But yeah, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Just whatever, blah day, I guess. How about you guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, uh, I've had very few issues today because I'm sticking on my diet. So uh, yeah, we're not answering that phone call. (laughs) Someone's trying to pretend they're tender calling back in. So we're going to have to ignore them. <laughs> um, but yeah, good day for me. Um, we were talking earlier about shithole bars. Uh, you ever been in any shithole bars? Plenty, but to be honest, never to a K bar. I, I get it. <laughs> I don't give two flying fucks gear or not. But yeah, yeah, of course. Like, you know, fucking water holes, like back in high school, mm-hmm. drinking here in Canada is ni- 19, right? So fucking, you know, grade 11 or 12, we're 17, 18. It has some shithole bars like we fucking skip half the school and head, head to these bars nobody asked for id you know shit like that yeah, yeah. oh yeah that actually yeah. reminds me but the very first time i got drunk in a bar let's let's play guess the age what what age do you think it was 17 17 18 yeah Brad? i don't know 18 14 <laughs> of course 14, i was at 14 i was working as i was working as a dishwasher at a restaurant and like uh, one of the bartenders and a couple of the waitresses were going to go out that night and they invited me along, obviously knowing I was way the fuck underage. But the thing is, at that point, I already had like a full beard, like passing for 21 wasn't going to be an issue. So, yeah, went to a bar. Um, they just kept ordering me. God, what, what were they ordering me? Uh, I think it was. Uh, I think they were Captain and Cokes. Oh my! <laughs> and about like eight Fuck. of those motherfuckers completely hammered, and then probably about an hour before closing, the bartender was a girl that I knew. She glanced over, and you could just see the oh shit look in her eyes. <laughs> of course, she comes over. She's like, "I can't keep giving you drinks. You're fucking 14. I'm like, "Okay, I think I'm good." <laughs> yeah, a little I, late I, on that I, call, lady. How'd you get home? Well, uh, you weren't driving at the time. Did your fucking parents pick Small you up? Town. I just walked. Ah, fuck. Yeah, everything Everything in that town was like probably like a 10, 15 minute walk. So I just kind of tried to sober up while walking back home. And uh, yeah, that was, was quite the night. Yeah, I've been lucky in that regard that uh, for a good portion of my life, I've lived like within walking distance of the bar that I would go to. So while while I don't think people should dr- drink and drive, and I think it's a horrible thing, I try not to be too judgmental when I see that because uh, back when my drinking days, if the bar was not in walking distance, who knows? I might have did that shit too. So I try not to be too judgmental. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, very back- judgmental of the whole like drinking and driving, but I think I've told the story. It was because of my friend, right, his parents right. getting killed that way. It's like just one of those things that like, say you got super sick the first time you like ate roast beef. You're probably never going to eat roast beef again. So I'm kind of that way with you know drunken drivers. Right, right. Obviously, and obviously, I don't think you should be drinking and driving. I just meant that you know, I suspect that I might have been a drunk driver once or twice in my life if I didn't, if I wasn't lucky enough to be within walking distance of the bar. Because I've been really stupid drunk before and got you to a point where I definitely shouldn't have been making decisions. Uh, so I'm just lucky enough that it never happened. Oh, these days the laws are a lot worse, more harsh too, and you got all you got fucking different options, right? Uber and all that shit too. Right, right. Now nowadays no you're right. There's no. There you're right. Exactly. Now there's really no excuse for it. So, like you said, Uber and whatever that other one's called, oh, Lyft. Uh, which, by the way, uh, have you guys ever used Uber before or, or Lyft? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Uber I have. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a great service. I mean, it's, I think, I don't know, it's not even really a stupid price. It's kind of reasonable. I mean, it's a, it is a little chunk of change depending on where you're going. Uh, but like I used it when I was in Vegas, uh, I stayed downtown, but it turns out uh, downtown wasn't very close to the people that I was visiting. So uh, I, I had to go back from downtown back to uh, the strip and it was reasonable. I think it cost me 13 bucks each way or so uh, to go there. So, and it was a couple wild trips. So uh, I didn't feel like I was getting ripped off. Uh, and, uh, it was really convenient. I just wish it was more, uh, prevalent in my area. I tried to use it, uh, about a month or two ago and it, at least at seven in the morning, there was exactly no people there to pick me up. <laughs> I had to call my mom eventually about my mom, Jesus Christ. I had to call my wife to pick me up when I told her she could sleep in cause I was going to get an Uber back. Fuck yeah, I use Uber all the time, like especially so work trips. The great thing about Uber is like. Just pay through the app. You get emailed your fucking receipt so you can expense it properly. Like it's so much more seamless than dealing with, you know, a random taxi driver that I can't understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some of those Uber guys who really get into it, like uh, one of the guy that picked me up uh, had like a Mercedes uh, minivan that he bought just for this job. He goes, yeah, this is my work ride. I got I, I drive a different ride normally, you know, and he had like the little mints and a couple bottled waters to sell you and all that good shit. Yeah, because I didn't think Uber go drivers, balls out. Well, I didn't think Uber drivers made that much money, but I guess it all depends on location, like Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, a slight markup, and they probably rely on tips and shit too, right? So yeah, 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 and, yeah. and I don't think it's amazing money, uh, considering when you take out the upkeep for your vehicle and this, that, and the other. But the, in certain situations, like you said in Vegas, they're they're just making money hand over fist because they're working as much as they want to. Well, and the peak pricing gets ridiculous in some of those areas. Like you say, generally it is cheaper. Yes, it is. But if you try to get an Uber, like at bar clothes in a, in like say New York, you're going to end up paying a hundred bucks to go like six blocks. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't encounter that because in Vegas, there's no like down to <laughs> the bars never close. Uh, but I imagine it does have its up times and down times too, as well. Yeah. Like around like a big event, if you were out there for like a UFC or something, I'm sure like, at the end of the fights, there would probably be kind of that spike pricing. Right, right, right. All right. Well, it's getting toward the end of the show, but we uh, only had Uncle Canada just recently join us. If you guys got any topics to talk about, I'd, I'd be happy to extend the show. No, guys, I'm all set. Actually, I got to jump off. I just wanted to call in and just see how you guys are doing, but I'll definitely right. call. All right. Excellent. All right, well, always, always glad to have you on, Uncle Canada. We'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. All right, all right gentlemen. All right. Take it easy, brother. All, all right. right. All right, I guess we're going to call it a show. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this shit all over again. Uh, Ryan, you got anything? As always, I have at least two things. Actually, number one, before we go, there is a slight topic. Did you get your workout in today? Yes, I did. I did all everything I was supposed to. And did you do today's workout or did you do yesterday's workout? I did yesterday's workout. Okay, perfect. Trying to keep you on track, trying to keep you accountable to the chat. Because they're what they are what matters here. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. What else you and got? Number two, fuck all y'all. <laughs> you guys have a great night. I want to thank the OG Army. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Later. Screw you, hippie. <laughs>